1: Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. I think cash is going to be a problem. I, I, do, I don't see either suitor getting to $6 billion. Knowing who I think the, the mystery suitor is, I don't see either getting to $6 billion. Uh, the NFL only allows you to put a billion dollars of debt on your team, and you need to have a 30% ownership stake. So basically, you need to come up with at least $1.5 billion in cash. And even for most billionaires, uh, that's a lot of money. And I think either of these guys can do it, but um, I don't think they can come up with the other $3.5 billion.
2: If you missed our interview last hour with Josh Kosman of the New York Post, you got to go check it out. Welcome back to Grant and Danny. He says there are two known bidders at this point, Josh Harris and a mystery bidder. Harris, of course, is the owner of the Devils and the 76ers, also owns a soccer team outside of the States. The mystery bidder, he says he's 75% sure he knows who it is. It's not Jeff Bezos. Bezos is not in right now, and he says neither Harris or that mystery bidder are likely to ultimately offer Dan Snyder $6 billion for the commander, so the question, if that ends up being true, is would Dan Snyder sell the team for under six billion? We saw a story from Front Office Sports, I think it was, that said that at six point three billion, Snyder might hold out for closer to seven billion, when the original projection was that offers came in at six point three billion. But Cosman clarified. Those weren't actual offers that this is what we'll pay and Just writing. kind of
0: intense or, or hey, I I would do that, not committed.
2: He, he it, called it like loose suggestion. Uh-huh. The idea being you walk through a house with a real estate agent. The other real estate agent who's selling the house is there and says, we're going to want a million. You say, yeah, I'm willing to, to possibly give you a million. Send me over some more details on the house. And that's kind of how we got to the 6.3 bill number that he actually thinks, as of right now, Snyder will have a hard time getting to thinks it could sell for less than $6 billion. One of the many reasons why he's not sure Dan Snyder will sell. I'll go on record and say, look, Kosman is way more plugged in, obviously, than I am. Guy's an author and 25 years in the business. There's still, to me, just too much smoke. I think it's happening. I think it's happening this offseason. It's not going to be easy. It's not going to happen. We're not going to wake up one morning in a week and a half and he's going to have sold the team, in my opinion. But... It's, it's binary, right? People want to ride the fence. He's either selling this offseason or he's not. And I'm going to say that he's selling this offseason. I've thought that all along. I think there are a lot of signs pointing that direction, including the end of last season, the fact that he didn't care enough to show up at games anymore. I I think he has moved on. Could be wrong. Could be loud wrong. No, totally. It's Again, this is so hard, right?
0: Because this isn't what we're used to. We're really good at their... You know, they winded down dine Eric Biennemi, we heard about the interview, and we can react to that. This is just, we're just sitting here st- waiting for little tiny droplets of information to fall from the sky. And, and we talked about this the other day, any morsel of info that comes out is probably serving somebody's purpose. So the evidence for me that I'm I'm concerned about, and it sounds like you're not as, which I think is totally fine. This is all, you know, we're interpreting things. interpreting really, things. A bunch of really smart, rich people have dropped out of this thing. John Henry, who has done this multiple times over, either said, and I asked, I asked uh, Josh Kosman this question specifically. John Henry looked at it and goes, "This isn't worth the price that's being asked. It's distressed, and I don't want to overpay for that. And I'm not sure how serious this guy is." And Josh said, "Yeah, I think it's probably both. That's a that's a huge factor to me." Todd Bowley is someone that grew up in Bethesda would love nothing more probably than own this team dropped out of the bidding. Now you could say it's because he had a British soccer thing or whatever. I'm just saying the fact that you're down to two bidders for this thing and neither one can come up with the cash that's that's being asked of, there are signs that say this is not over. The I the people I think people have this idea in their mind. It'll be by the owner's meeting. They'll just get it set and they'll announce it. They'll go, ta-da, it's being sold, that's it. And if that happens I'm wrong, I'll throw I'll be there at the parade with you guys. Chugging beers. To me, this is a much longer term thing I still think Snyder's going to make the league force him out. I think they will because he wants to drag as many people down as possible.
3: Long
2: term, in your opinion, multiple years. I mean, I I think so. You think he doesn't own the team in the next several years, but it's a couple years away before he sells. I think he's going to force them to vote him out. And see, I don't think he'll ever be voted out if he gets. Well, let me rephrase. I think that's his intention. No, no, I understand what you're saying. My point is, then he won't lose the team the way I I see it, and Mm -hmm. maybe you disagree. So you think that 24 out of 32 owners would vote Dan Snyder out inevitably? I think he's going to call their bluff and make them do it. That I could see. But I'm saying if he calls their bluff, will they do it? I I don't think... There's no precedent for that. I think they don't want to do that. Do you believe if it came to a vote that 24 of them would vote him out?
0: That I just don't know. I I think ultimately... Yes, because they can just make try to do it one time and make him go away because he's that toxic and 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 that poisonous and just so this, bad for business. It
2: feels kind of like if you're go, if he's going to be out, he's woozy in the ring right now. If he can outlast and survive this, assuming he has the money, and he doesn't have to sell in a couple years because he can't make his payments, mm-hmm. why would he ever sell if he could get through this hellstorm? Yeah. The, the 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 different story every day. The, the the toxicity of the reports and people coming out and making allegations and the the terrible things you've done allegedly coming to light and all of, of of this happening and the this investigation and that investigation and this lawsuit and owners hate your guts and the league is at odds with you and Mary Joe White and and Wilkinson and they all are after you and you survive that. He's just gonna sell the team in a couple of years. I, I think if he doesn't sell the team, whenever this process ends, whenever whatever is, this is, yeah, then he'll be the owner for a long, long time. Hmm. And that's a big part of honestly why I think he's going to sell the team, because I think the league knows it's now. Like whatever ammunition we got in the bunker, we need to pull it out and get ready to fire it. Because he is teetering. But what if what if he sits down and gets comfortable again? Are we he's woozy, middle of the ring. You got to bring everything you got out of the corner right now in the twelfth round and land a haymaker. I could be wrong. I just, I just can't imagine these other owners, these guys like Jerry Jones and Mark Davis, and you know these dudes that all have their own issues and allegations. Sure. voting him out. I can't see it. And
0: I think that's what Snyder's banking on. I, I, that's what I think he's going to make them do it. Right. If you want me gone, you got to you got to stand up and look me in the eye and tell me yourself. Because right now he's out of sight, out of mind. I think that's a PR thing. I think that's on purpose. I think he's avoiding like like Neil on the rooftop, all the bullets that were coming his way, and now people stop shooting because they just assume he's gone. We got an Eric
2: Bieniemy update coming for you in less than ten minutes here on Grant and Danny. By the way, so make sure you're listening. His uh, meeting with the team is done today. I just got some details on how everything went, so we'll pass that along later this segment, so make sure you stay tuned here to Grant and Danny for the latest on Eric Biennemi's interview with Ron Rivera for the OC job. You said something I want to react to really quick Mm -hmm. and and get a rebuttal from you, and then we're going to go to the phones. You said that I don't care as much or something like that about the the rich guys dropping out of this thing, Uh meaning that, that the John Henrys and stuff have come and gone. My thought on that, and I want to see what you think is, doesn't that happen in every sale? It starts with seven, and then it's four, and then it's two. I, I don't know a single sale where there aren't a lot more names at the beginning than before it gets sold, and it's constantly dwindling for various reasons, I and mean, it could be a sure. ton Sure, I'll things.
0: take the Broncos one, for example. Everybody else went, oh, crap, it's the Waltons if they want it. So that's what happened. The Waltons won it. But, the Walton but family won it.
2: I think, and I won't pretend to have followed the Broncos sale closely, my guess is if we followed it closely there would have been a lot of names along the way that didn't end up in the the final bidding so to speak.
0: Right, cuz they realized that there was a party that was going to come swooping in to sure. take it.
2: For whatever reason,
0: yeah. Yes. So that's the reason it happened that time. So each each one is different. I mean, I certainly remember three finalists for the Nationals. I remember uh but the Ted whole Lerner saga tried 99 to buy the
2: Redskins at one point in time and yeah. then when the dust settled, he was nowhere to be found. Like along the way, you're in and then you're out. I, I just don't think that's uncommon, I guess is my point. Like Fair. that doesn't tell me well the commanders aren't worth buying because John Henry William what's his name John, John Henry John Henry is no longer in.
0: If it was just him, but it's not. It's the idea that this there was a big buzz about it. Oh my God, this is such a great thing, and now they're down to two, and they're not getting the numbers that we all kind of thought.
2: Well, I mean, there's it's, a re- it's, it means something. There's a report from somebody that says it's down to two. That's the report we have, I guess. So let's just assume that's gospel, which I don't. I don't know that anything that we've heard is is truly gospel. Right but that's what we're working with we'll just have to take people at their at their resourcing their reporting um yeah right now it's at 2 it's not the 12th hour i mean there's the same amount of speculation that there's two says that jeff bezos is going to hop in there, that you you asked the question could it could another group jump in that isn't bezos and he said absolutely he said yeah that
0: could happen that could happen i don't i mean to me it's i don't know maybe maybe i'm overreacting to that to those data points i just know that really smart people that have done this that are really good with money have looked at this thing and said, uh uh, that's, that it doesn't make either doesn't make sense or it's not going to happen. And if it doesn't make sense money wise, that's, you know, that's one thing. Dan, that fits Dan Steiner's MO of saying, this house is worth 49 million bucks. The market going, no, it's not. And he's like, yeah, it is. We're just going to keep holding it on, you know, forever until I get that amount of money. Uh, yeah, that yeah, would sort of that. fit.
2: I totally get that. I just feel like there are, like, I could be wrong. I think guys like John Henry do this a lot where they're like, yeah, hey, I might buy that team. Let me go. Express Snip my interest. Yeah. Well, you, you know people that just go to every open house? You know what I'm saying? Oh, yeah, like, sure. They might buy the house, but they might not. Like Rich people could just go look at a team and, and open up the books and take some peeks and, eh, maybe I'm interested. Nah, you know what? I don't know if this is for me. I, that, that's, I, I'm not saying you're wrong, but my take is that's not evidence that this thing is in trouble. See, I, I think, think it's what exactly
0: what it is because you look at the Nationals, right, the Chelsea Jane story today. Yeah. They're down to not that many interested parties. Well, now it looks like the sale's on hold. You see what I'm saying? Like,
2: I, I know Here, it's natural that some difference. people fall off, but... This is why I think the Nats and this have nothing in common. This team, according to the first thing we heard, the opening round of offers was up $1.8 from the team that sold a year and a half ago. And let's say that that's wrong and the guy we just had on is right and that that number is actually higher than it is and he floated upper fives or whatever. Mm-hmm. That's still over a, still a billion yeah. dollars more than the Broncos sold for. That's right. The Nationals can't get supposedly Whatever their number is, close yeah. to with what the Mets have already sold for. They mm-hmm. can't get close to it. So I don't even think those two things would compare at all. So here's
0: why they do compare. They're both distressed assets with long-term problems that need that are a desperate need to fix and without great clarity to do so. But, so but someone coming in wouldn't is not going to pay market value when they've got a it's just again, it's like buying a house. When you walk in and you go there's no hot water heater. I have to spend a million bucks just to get this thing up to code, and then I can start reaping the benefits of it. Same thing with the Nationals and the Masson deal, and you know the stadium is in need of repair. That's a fraction of what the commanders need. So somebody coming in going, you're going to ask me to pay that much, and then I've got to go dip into my own pockets and more financing and more borrowing, that's arduous, and that's why people are dropping out. Which
2: I get, but to use your house analogy, the offer you have in hand is a million more than any house in the neighborhood has ever been sold for.
0: From Snyder's perspective, you mean? Yep.
2: Yes. Mm-hmm. In other words, arbitrarily everyone is saying, Yeah, but Danny's not going to sell his house unless he can get seven million. In a neighborhood where nothing's ever sold for more than four and a half million. Mm-hmm. You already have an offer for almost six million. Five and a half, six, yeah. I've ne- I mean, maybe it's true that you want seven million. I don't know where that came from or if that's we don't even know if that's true. Mm-hmm. But The whole point that the original story was he wants to break the record for how much a sports team has ever been sold for. And 4.66 would do that because the Broncos worked for 4.65. And now we're talking about maybe $6 billion. Mm -hmm. So, yeah, if I was the Nationals, I'm not sure I would sell either, dude. Because you're, 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 I don't want to say you're losing money, you're not, but you're selling at a time where you're not going to do that well. Snyder's still doing really, really, really well. Another thing, and maybe we could jot this down to talk about tomorrow, is the idea of the distressed asset. Mm-hmm. I would push back on how distressed it is. Again, I think it's a sleeping giant. The number he cited to us was $150 million in cash a year that they bring in, essentially. Yes, that's their profit. By the way, a shockingly low number to me. Yeah. it's Shockingly low. I think you double that number the first year he's gone just based on him being gone. Like, with nothing being done, it changes the, the, the entire algorithm right away. Not to mention the stadium and mm-hmm. what comes from that. I know that's going to be a few years away, and you got to pay and put up money to, to get it back. Um, but let's go to the phones and see what people think. Let's, let's bang some of these out. Uh, I know you guys have been waiting, but if you can be succinct, that'd be awesome. We'll get to a handful of callers here. Let's go to Tim in Fairfax. What's up, Tim?
3: Hey, guys. Uh, great interview. Great interview. Uh, I felt like you guys could have kept talking to him for like 10 more minutes, uh, but I thought it was awesome. Didn't he sound, um, he he
2: was so professorial, he was like a Mr. Feeney kind of, from Boy Meets World.
3: I'm hoping it was just a really hot take, though, because it's different from what everybody else is saying, and uh, that'll generate some some interest in his article or whatever. But I think, uh, Danny, I I, I kind of agree with where you're going, that Snyder's still a kid and wants to make them force him out, but... Uh, I think, or I hope the flip side of that is he doesn't really have much of a choice because of, you know, all of his debt to the NFL and, you know, presumably, uh, that boat that he bought all his real estate. And, uh, you know, he's, he's laying low because he has to, um, uh, kind of avoid the heat. But, um, I think all of this still kind of points to, especially with, these, you know, the, the last two or perceivably the, the only two interested bidders who aren't going to get near the number that he wants, um, you know, I think all of these are just kind of opportunities for uh, a, a savvy person who can afford it to just kind of wait it out until the very end.
2: That's a good point. That's a great point. Whether that's Bezos or someone else, mm-hmm. someone looks at this and goes, I can have this team. It's mine if I wanted it. $6.7 or whatever. If I have a little more cash up front, I can be the winner. Andy, D.C., what's good?
3: Hey, how are you doing? Thank you for taking my call. Real quickly, my point is I think Daniel is not going to sell. I think Daniel is going to take the team to the U.K. with him. And let me give you my points. My point is the posturing of the sale has allowed him to figure out what the actual value of this team is. So he could go to a minority owner in the U.K. and say, hey, look, I can get $4 billion. Give me 40% of $4 billion, which will then cover his nut for anything he owes over here. On top of that, the NFL would love to have a team in the U.K. or somewhere in Europe. So they would, he'd go from the hated son to the beloved son because he's taking his team to the U.K. and uh, opening a franchise there. And where he's living is tax-friendly to billionaires.
2: <laughs> That's true. Appreciate the call. Uh, I don't think it's realistic for the NFL to have a team in London. Now we're in the... In the- Short-term future. I know a lot of people feel like that's where it's headed. I don't Eventually, think you can get yeah. players to commit to that. I mean, They would have to train here and then just go there for games, but it's a massive disadvantage in terms of traveling for the games if you're not there more permanently during the season. I just don't know how it would work. Me neither. Uh, as an aside, if Snyder's taking the team to London, I know this is going to sound crazy to a lot of people, don't let the door hit you in the ass. Well, bye. I'll, I'll sit out two, three years where we just break down the divisions and every other team in football, and there's no Washington football organization? Because another one's coming in here real soon thereafter. Now, if you told me we'd never get a team again, okay, then please don't take it to London. But I would be willing to bet, a la Baltimore or something, mm-hmm. we'd get a football team. Uh, hopefully not as long as they had to wait. I, I would say maybe Cleveland's the better example. right? When they went to the Ravens and then they got the Browns back, mm-hmm. um, maybe that's the comp I'm looking for. But, I don't know, that. that to me doesn't seem plausible. But, if, if that's his master plan, I would sign up for a couple of football seasons for a new owner and a new thing after that.
0: Yeah, I'm, that's, I'm willing to pay that price. I think a lot of people are. Let's
2: go to Matt Stafford on GND. Hey, Matt.
3: What's up, Matt? Hey, Grand Danny. The team will be sold. Uh, you know, you think of that Sunday night football broadcast, Al Michaels and Collinsworth wouldn't have been talking about it. Uh, Ursay, he was the pick since he's the biggest Donkey Kong. All the uh, other owners dropped the seed before that. None of that would happen if it, if if the sell wasn't going to happen. Um, and Grant, I think that's a really awesome point. You're a beast. You're onto something there. Maybe he's over it. He said in all caps, "I'll never change the name." When he changed the name, maybe something changed for him inside, and he's just kind of over it. Pretty interesting take. Thanks, Matt. Yeah,
2: I, I bring up the name thing a lot. You know, there are a lot of fans who say that you know, their fandom changed when the name changed. And, and Dan wore Redskins onesies when he went to bed as a kid. <laughs> he didn't wear Commanders onesies. Let's go to Paul in D.C. What's up, Paul?
4: Man, I thought I was listening to Undisputed at first. Let the uh, fans <laughs> get in here, man. Let me get some mic. First of all, if you guys have ever been married, do you know that the wife do have a say-so in it? Everybody keeps talking about what Dan wants to do. Tanya might be tired. They got her down running you know, you know, know, interviews for the team. Maybe she's just fed up. Maybe she's tired of all the innuendos of Dan and the cheerleaders and the dance team and all of that stuff. It might be a burden on his murder. That's number one. Number two, I'm looking at a situation. Anybody that thinks that the Washington Command is not worth $7 billion is crazy. The Washington Command is the moment Dan Snyder leaves this team is going to get all of that money back and more. They're going to – listen, you remember in the 80s and the 90s, we got more done politically in this town because, guess what, you go to a Redskins game, you get the minority leader and the majority leader at the game, the Skins win, guess what, deals get made. They're looking for that ambiance, again, where they can go to the games and the politicians, you get the shots of the politicians and the booths, the presidents in the booth, and all of that good stuff. So guess what? The moment Dan Snyder is out of the picture, they're going to be able to make a deal for the stadium. Governments are going to be willing to give the money and the, the funding, and the fans are going to put the pressure on them to do so.
2: Yeah, I wonder just Thanks, how different this whole thing looks and what kind of revenue opportunities come the moment he's gone, right? And, and if you're here, if you know, you know, kind of thing. Like sure. You're plugged in on it. I am our listeners. But outsiders might not get just how different in 24 hours. Things will be about this team. If he leaves, it's the amount of people coming back that left is going to be astronomical.
0: I will empty my checking account. For stupid with the dumbest knickknacks you could pop I'll hang towels up. I'll find commander's gear? pan if, if even if it is that stupid name. And I hope he changes it right away, by the way. T shirts will say
2: is. left hand up.
0: No, we'll that's too them. far, because that's extremely stupid. Everyone should be embarrassed. But short of that, I would just I'll, I'll just buy Washington football stuff. Like whatever you can, I want to fill their coffers.
2: Here is your Eric Bienemy update text I got. Uh full day with enemy and the staff. It's going to continue this meeting into tomorrow. It sounds like, but went very well. I, I think there's a chance this thing could end tomorrow, and he could be the offensive coordinator. We could have that news tomorrow. The way things are trending, uh, but as we talked about, Amazing. he arrived last night, had dinner with Ron Rivera, was in the building today for almost 12 hours. It sounds like. I don't know what you do in the building for 12 hours. So there's in, a lunch break in there. In maybe times past, in.
0: that was always bad because like Dan was sequestering Gregga Williams in like his guest house for 15 hour days. Asking them, like, you know, what shape do you see? Give them Rorschach tests and whatnot. This seems to be more legitimate, though, like regular football stuff. That tells me they're pretty far along. They got another dinner
2: appointment set up for tonight. Reservations for this evening. So two dinners and 12 hours at the facility. That's a lot of time with old Riverboat for <laughs> Eric Enemy. Could you
0: please run it? Okay.
2: Grant and Danny saying thanks for listening and so long. The Caps have a big game this evening. Let's get to a power play. 7 o'clock puck drop. The Florida Panthers in town. Recent postseason series against Florida did not go well. Looking for payback on home ice this evening. Panthers, a couple of games under five hundred. This is a winnable game. Capitals, though, no Ovi, no Carlson, no Wilson, no doubt among others this evening.
0: And they trail you by two points in the standings. Quite simply, this is a massive swing. You lose it, you're tied. You win, you are up by four points. My math is outstanding. Please
2: beat those Florida Panthers. On tomorrow's show, Jordan Tamu, who was with the Chiefs on the depth chart with Patrick Mahomes, we will get some insight on Eric Bieniemy and Andy Reid from him. He's the quarterback of the XFL's D.C. Defenders. We'll ask him about the big home opener coming up this Sunday at Audi Field. We'll also be giving away Defenders tickets tomorrow on the show as well. I won't be seeing your smiling face. I'm driving to Raleigh tonight.
0: Good safe trip, my friend. Enjoy. That's a big sports weekend
2: kicking off for my guy. Thank you. I'm excited about it. I'll be on the show with you on location tomorrow. For the crew, I'm Grant saying so long. We are back at it at 2 o'clock. Thank you for coming.
1: We get it. Attention spans just aren't what they used to be. Heads in social media and eyes on Netflix. But what do people do with their ears? Well, for one, they're listening to audio. Americans spend 4.4 hours with audio every day. Oh, and you want the proof? Well, you just sat through this ad that's now approaching 30 seconds. What could you say to a potential customer in 30 seconds? Let Odyssey put together a media plan tailor-made for your unique marketing needs. Advertise with Odyssey. Visit ads.odyssey.com. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what?